back to another Study with Ant podcast. Today we're doing something a little bit different. Um, the holidays are coming, and I know there's some supply chain issues. There's some there's some things people are talking about that could make it difficult to maybe uh, find some gifts that you're wanting to find. But I wanted to recommend um, a few books that hopefully you can find them um, and get them as gifts. This might be a little late to find them, but... Um, if not, take it as a recommendation of what to look for and read in 2022. But I think these books would be good as gifts, depending on the person you're wanting to give them to, obviously. But let me tell you about a few of them. So the first book I have stacked up here is a biography. Actually, it's an autobiography by Darlene Diebler Rose. It's called Evidence Not Seen, A Woman's Miraculous Faith in the jungles of World War II. This book is about a newlywed American missionary, Darlene Diepler Rose, her name then would have been Darlene Diepler, who survived four years in a Japanese prison camp set deep in the jungles of New Guinea. Thinking she would never see her husband again, she was forced to sign a false confession and face the executioner's sword, only to be miraculously saved. So this book is very interesting. I've read it a couple different times. It's not a long read. Um, well, in my opinion, <laughs> let me put it that way. In my opinion, it's not a long read, but it is uh, 225 pages. But it's a very interesting story. If you're interested in World War II, if you're interested in missionaries, um, if you're interested in persecution of missionaries, um, it's a very, very good book. Um, it was first published, it appears, in 1988, if that is correct. It seems quite not quite correct, but that's the date that I'm seeing here. Um, and it's very interesting. It tells about um, her young life uh, a little bit, tells a little bit about her background, not a whole lot, um, but it moves very quickly to tell about the experiences they had, her attempt to help her husband as he was put in prison first and then she was um I honestly I have not read this in a little while so I'm I'm a little bit forgetting and confusing it I think with another story that I've read but I I highly recommend this book um it's a book that I know some people give as gifts all the time but it's very very good it's a, I highly recommend it um sadly my brain's not reminding me enough at the moment what it's about apologies about that but it is a very very good book um, switching gears, if you have someone in your family who is very interested in history, American history, someone who is interested in politics, someone who is interested in the American Revolution, uh, the book that I have here that's very good is called The History of Religious Liberty by Michael Ferris. Now, this is a... The print is very big in it. It's reasonably nice. But it is... Not including the part telling you where he got all the sources from. Um, it is a good 468 pages. And this book runs from William Tyndale and how we got the Bible through Madison, through James Madison, explaining why things happened, the, the inroads of Reformation, why... Um, we have the church and state 
here in the United States, why that was so important to people. So church history, it runs through a lot of church history. Um, things that, that I learned in Bible school, some things I had forgotten from Bible school, uh, a few facts that I never remembered ever hearing before. Um, so it talks about, uh, I believe it talks a little bit about Henry VIII. It talks about um, Elizabeth um, the first. It's a, it's, it's a little bit... If you're wanting to get in quickly to, if you're thinking it's more American history, um, it does get to that, but it, it deals a lot more with religious or church history to start with. But then it does finally catch up and show us here in the U.S. why some of the rules were put in place that were put in place, why some of the things in the Bill of Rights, Bill of Rights Constitution, kind of why they are that way a little bit, um, it has some cool pictures in here from some of the original um, original works. Uh, yeah, it has an entire part here on the battle for the Bill of Rights. Let me read what some of the chapter titles are here real quick. That might help as well. Gotta find that part. Alright, so there's two different parts to the book. So first is um, called From Out of the Short Fire. It has like scripture for plowboys, the Bible and the boy king, Mary's five years of terror, the Bravest Voices of Liberty, um, A Foundation of Paradoxes. The second part is An Irresistible Yearning, um, has Better Hypocrites, A New Light in Hanover, uh, Free Exercise of Religion, The Rising Sun of Liberty, and then two parts on the battle for the Bill of Rights, and then it finishes with The Lessons of Liberty. Uh, this book came out in... 2015, it was published or printed by Master Books. Um, so I highly recommend this book. I think it's a little bit um, hard to find. You can go to masterbooks.com, see if they have it there. Um, it's not one you'll find in most like bookstores. You won't find it in the library. Uh, but for someone who really is interested in church history, um, history of why the Bible is important, things along those lines, someone who's interested in church history, this is a, a good book along those lines. So I highly recommend trying to find that one if you can. Um, another biography that I will mention is, uh, again, it's a pretty common one. Um, a lot of people know about it. It's also another big, big, big book. It's called A Chance to Die, The Life and Legacy of Amy Carmichael. And it was written by Jim Elliott's wife, Elizabeth Elliott. She became a, a proficient um, writer uh, in her life. It was very, very interesting. Um, this book is, let me see when it first came out here. It's been around for a while. I have a very cool copy of it that I really like. Um, but this one came, was published, it looks like it was originally published in 1987. It's so funny. It seems like these were published a lot later, uh, longer ago. I thought it was published in like the 60s or 70s, but it was published in 1987. And this is, a, again, another very long book, but very well detailed, talking about the life of Amy Carmichael. It's got a great map in the back to kind of show the area that she lived in and worked in. Um, but it is about 381 pages. Um, it has a list of the books that were printed by Amy Carmichael in the back. It has a, a lot of people you'll learn about, a lot about missions, a lot about what life was like in India at the time that she was working there. But I think it's the best, broadest biography of Amy Carmichael's life that um, 
I have ever read. Elizabeth Elliot took her time going through. I believe, if I remember correctly, she read you know, much of Amy Carmichael's works. I've read a few things of Amy Carmichael's. I've not read all of them, but I think she really read a lot about Amy Carmichael, which shows so clearly in this book that the names that she knows of people, the details, she took a lot of time and effort to give us a good, clear understanding of the life of Amy Carmichael. And I think that's very important. But for someone who is, um, you know, just interested in missions, what missions was like in the time period that Amy Carmichael lived in, uh, someone who wants to know about being a single missionary, um, this is a very, very good book to, to read, to understand. Um, the next book I would mention is for someone who's interested in learning more about the Bible, someone who's wanting to see um, examples of of truths in the Bible. It's a book called Give Me That Book by T.S. Rindle. And um, it's a really, really good book. It was first published in 1982. Um, but it goes through and shows things like, um, has like 24 different ways that God's word is, and then it gives a different word. So like uh, productive, um, reflective, protective, defensive, compulsive, um, festive, competitive, um, compensative. And so it goes through it, but it's, it's simple, simple reading, but yet at the same time, very, um, thought provoking. Um, now throughout the book, he has a lot of quotes from different people, a lot of, uh, list, which I love list. Um, so lots of different things that are very useful, lots of different quotes from many different people. So it's not just, you know, it's a lot of his work, but a lot of a combination of, uh, facts, some other things. It'd be great if, if it's for a preacher who's looking for some illustrations, some um, you know, new ways to highlight things, different ways to to describe things. I definitely recommend this book. But even for just the the average person, the person who's not you know, teaching the Bible, who's not preaching, but who just wants to learn more about um, this, I guess the symbols in the Bible. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the light. Uh, those type of things. This book is very, very good. Um, I've read it. It's probably going to be on my 2022 list of books I'm going to read again. Um, we'll have an episode probably the first week of January, or second week maybe, uh, about uh, books I plan to read in 2022. So this will definitely be on the list again. So um, stay tuned for that episode also. Um, so make sure you're subscribed so you'll see it in your feed uh, when that book or that episode comes out. Now, the last book I'm going to mention, um, it's, it's not one that may be of interest to lots of people, but to me, it has, uh, an interest, uh, it's called Called for Life by Kent and Amber Brantley with David Thomas. It's uh, called How Loving Our Neighbor Led Us Into the Heart of the Ebola Epidemic. So this is the story of the American doctor who contracted Ebola while serving in Liberia. He was working there at a hospital. He contracted Ebola. He had to be medevaced, special, special medevaced, uh, back here to the States with, um, oh, I forget the lady's name. There was also a lady, um, forgive me, I'm forgetting her name, but she was also flown back. They had to decide who got the medication to see, you know, there's a new, um, experimental medication that they thought would work to help treat Ebola. 
and they had to decide, you know, who do we give it to? And Kent said, split it between us. And they both ended up surviving um, Ebola. Um, if you don't know much about Ebola, um, this was something that took place. Uh, it's taken place many times in Africa. It pops up in different areas. It tends to be more in like Uganda in more of the um, central region. But it in 2013 through 20, I, I think 15 or 16, um, I think 15, it popped up in West Africa, so in Liberia, Guinea, and Sierra Leone. Those were the, kind of the main epicenters for Ebola. And it's not a pleasant disease. I'm not going to give a description of, of what happens, but just go look it up. It, it is not a good disease. You, um, We think what we're going through right now is, is bad, and, and I agree it is. Um... But this, the Ebola is, is extremely deadly. Um, I think they may finally have had a, a medication that is working, but to get that into West Africa to other parts of Africa, maybe a little more, a little more difficult to make sure that medication is there. Uh, very expensive, expensive medication. But this is just a cool story. I, I highly recommend this book. If you can't get any of the books, uh, I highly recommend Kent and Amber Brantley. This is a book that it was kind of overlooked. It's, it's not like a bestseller, I don't think. Um, so you might be able to find a lot, some copies on eBay that are in good condition. So I highly recommend finding that, reading it, giving it to a friend who's in the medical profession, someone who is interested in missions, someone who is interested in infectious diseases. Um, it's a great book, so I highly recommend it. And it will be on my list of reading again for 2022. But uh, that's it for today. Just those five books I wanted to recommend. So let me read off the titles again really fast. So Evidence Not Seen, The History of Religious Liberty, Call, A Chance to Die, Give Me That Book, and Called for Life. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and tune in next week for the next Study with the Ant podcast. Bye.